Hello and welcome to Fempreneur. Yes, you can, ladies. This interview series is specifically geared towards celebrating female entrepreneurs. I want to celebrate who they are, what they went through, how they got to where they are. And honestly, the biggest celebration for this one is the simple fact that they chose to go for it for themselves. We all know that the hardest step in being an entrepreneur is taking that first step, followed closely by not giving up on yourself when the going gets tough, especially for a female entrepreneur. That's what this channel is for. I'm here to interview, to give light, to give all of the praise that you absolutely deserve to all of the ladies on this channel. Thank you for being here and enjoy the show. Today we have Lee Ann from Second Skin Society, and I cannot wait to tell you a little bit more about her or for her to tell you a little bit more about herself and what she does and what she's all about. So Leanne, welcome to the channel. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me, it's so fun. Absolutely. So we're gonna jump right into the questions, my friends. So question number one is, did you always know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? And if not, when did you come to that realization? Absolutely not. Uh, I had no clue. I thought actually my career was pretty much laid out for me. Um, I, I used to work in developmental services and I, I worked my way up to a really fantastic job. Um, but when I found movement and when I started to teach movement and I, had, I started to have people really drawn to me in the, the classes that I was teaching, um, I just recognized in myself something that I needed to explore. And I really felt like I had found something in myself that I wanted others to find in them as well. So truthfully, there was a point where I thought to myself, if I don't do this, if I don't teach this, it's going to be selfish. How can I have discovered something so powerful in me and not want to share that with other people? So that's really kind of where the turning point was, uh, how it turned into a business as far as like owning a studio and that type of thing. Um, it was just uh, intuition that led me to the idea and leaning into the idea. And as soon as I started to just the answers, you know, were just kind of flooding, uh, flooding my, my mind. And, and there was just no stopping me at that point. As soon as I decided uh, it was an opportunity that I could go after, I just did. So I think that that is just absolutely beautiful. And I think it's miraculous. And, you know, almost it, it is it is borderline a miracle because we uh, tend to be so busy in our lives in North America, especially um, where we don't have time to listen to ourselves. Right. right. And and like you said, especially when we have that quote unquote good job, the yeah. one that we don't, maybe we don't hate it and maybe it pays well, um, but it maybe is not really feeling like feeding uh, the passion in our soul, but we don't even know it yet. To listen to that intuition, it just it, it just feels so detached sometimes. Yeah. So it's just so, so beautiful when you can stop and take that second and <laughs> when you can actually um, gain that courage to say, hey, like, what is this? Let's explore. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. So question number two, let's jump right into it. It's tell me about yourself and tell me about your business. I wanna know about you and I wanna know what is Second Skin Society? 
Yeah. Um, ooh, we don't have very much time to dig into all. The I know, right? You you got this. Open <laughs> open floor. <laughs> I um in terms of me, I, I think I'll just kind of play off of what we just talked about. Like I operate my entire life now based off of my intuition. I operate my entire business off of my intuition. Um, I truly believe, and this is something relatively new for me. This is um probably in the last year for sure that I've really started to lean into, I don't need to, to play into the hustle mentality. I don't need to work harder. I don't need mm. to, to really like struggle and do more and more and more just for the sake of doing more and more and more, because that's what you're supposed to do as an entrepreneur. Um, I really started just to lean into my intuition and, and only work on the things that, um, that I knew just in my body, my body telling me um, that that's where I needed to go. And so it's been so interesting, this journey in the last year, as I've been working in that way. And then in, you know, it's, it's obviously rippled out into all the other aspects of my life. Um, how success and fulfillment and just like living my life in pure joy Um that's, that's who I am is just following my intuition and, and trusting it every single day in every decision that I make. Um, and then as far as the business, uh, so second skin society, now it's a virtual movement membership. Uh, we offer classes or, or movement styles for every age and stage of life from prenatal to older adults and everything in between, uh, a massive variety of movement options from yoga to bar, Pilates, Tabata, martial arts, um, running. I mean, just basically anything that, that our members want, we bring in for them. And then we're really operating just from the place of uh, making sure that every decision we make as a business is um, through the lens of diversity, inclusivity, and body positivity. So we're really creating change um, in the fitness industry as a whole. And specifically right now, heavily, heavily focused on corporate uh, wellness. So working with um, organizations to offer our, our program to their employees as part of their um, internal health and health and wellness initiatives. Um, and yeah, it's just been such an incredible ride. We shifted to virtual because of COVID of and, uh, and now, you know, it's, it's taken the business in, into an entirely different direction and actually opened us up to so much opportunity that mm -hmm. wouldn't have been there had we not thought about at that time, you know, what can we do? What we're, we, here's all the restrictions. Here's all the limitations. Well, we started to just focus on what can we actually do? And, um, and now we've developed this incredible platform I'm extremely proud of, and we've only just gotten started. So yeah, it's, it's so, so fun to think about, you know, where we're going to go from here. I love that. I love that you were able to take, um, you know, there was a lot of, and there still is a lot of negativity that surrounded the entire COVID situation, but um, you were able to kind of bend and move with that, which I think is, is a beautiful thing. And it's so needed right now. It's so, so needed. Um, I think physical movements needed now more than ever. And I think that people are seeing for the first time how, uh, important it is for mental and physical health. Yeah. So, um, having access to that with the body positivity, with the inclusivity, I love it. I love all of it. And what an interesting 
kind of pocket of people in the corporate world, right? I yeah. worked in insurance for a while and um, like with specifically with like workplace insurance policies. Yeah. And I just remember it was very, very uncommon at that point for someone to have in their insurance policy through work some kind of um, you know, we'll pay for part of your gym membership or for like some kind of physical activity or something. And I remember thinking all the time, like, why isn't this more of a thing? This is promoting the health of your employees. We're only paying out for sickness. It's backwards as yeah. with a lot of our, you know, healthcare in general. Right. Um, but I think that's just wonderful. And it's like such a great pocket for you guys to move into for sure. A whole yeah, it's, it's really been, um, you know, we've seen businesses prioritizing this for their employees, right? Like expand yeah. even be, be before COVID, we started to see a lot more in terms of mental health being mm -hmm. put in place, but there was such a disconnect between like how physical health affects your mental health and that they go hand in hand. And I mean, there's, you know, we could talk for hours about health and wellness as a whole and kind of yes. overarching um, theme, but it's been really, really exciting to see a shift in corporate wellness um, to include and, and also prioritize movement as a piece of that plan. So cool. So, so cool. So question number three, what hardships have you faced personal or professional previous to, or as you grew slash are growing your business? Mm. Uh, so obvious, I mean, the first one is obvious. We've already touched on that with COVID. Um, mm -hmm. I was teaching in person, um, prior to, to shifting the business in this way, but um, I will also say uh, three weeks after I opened my brick and mortar studio, so prior to, to doing the virtual piece, um, I had just opened my studio and my dad passed away really suddenly. Mm -hmm. And that was such a challenge uh, for me to, I, I mean, there obviously um, it's a situation that I, I certainly wouldn't wish on anyone. Um, but to try and navigate that time in terms of like my emotion and my feeling and operating a new space and wanting to see that and, and having the passion for that and um, to see that grow and, and turn into something that I, I really wanted um, to flourish. And then at the same time, like, you know, taking care of my mom and my family and it was such a challenging time to navigate and hold space for myself. And truthfully, mm -hmm. I, I didn't actually do a very good job at holding space for myself at the time. Um, it took quite a while, uh, probably over a year, um, until I actually started to think about uh, my own grief and the mm -hmm. loss that I had experienced. Um, but there are many, many things out of that entire situation that I really did learn just my ability to, uh, I, I'm a very, very strong person. I'm a very strong person. I can be strong for myself. I can be strong for others around me. I can be strong in any circumstance. And again, you know, truthfully, that probably helped to set the stage for how I handled things with the pandemic, right? Absolutely. Because it, it's always about, um, I mean, our, our circumstances are going to change many, 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 many times throughout our lives and throughout our businesses. Um, it's about being able to look for the opportunity um, and, you know, also balance the things. I mean, at the time, I certainly was uh, was still very much in that work hard, you know, mm -hmm. being an entrepreneur is supposed to be hard. It's almost like, you know, this badge of honor that you wear. And I, I have I have certainly shifted in terms of my mindset around that. 
Um, but being able to navigate that entire situation, it was, a, it was, there was a lot of growth in it for me. Um, even though I, you know, I, I, I wish so much that, that that wasn't a circumstance that I went through. Um, that was certainly a challenge and especially the timing of it just because of, of opening up the studio and, and it being so new and fresh. Um, yeah, that, that was definitely a hardship that I, that I had to go through. Absolutely. I feel like you, you basically would have kicked yourself into kind of a survival mode, right. And pushed through, but like you said, I mean, uh, life is always going to have its ebbs and flows, but when you decide to move through the entrepreneur, um, mindset, there's, there's a whole other suitcase full of those ups and downs and twists and turns and in your face, like, Oh, I can't call in sick today or take a, take a leave of absence right now because I am the brand or I am the company. (laughs) (laughs) There's nobody else. Yeah. Right. So, um, while it's like the greatest honor, it also can become sometimes that stress, um, and that learning curve, while it would have been really hard, I can absolutely see how it would have taught you so much and helped you, you know, gain that resiliency for, for moving forward with the rest of your, with the rest of your beautiful blooming, blossoming business. Absolutely. Beautiful. So number four is if you could go back to the beginning, which we just talked on, <laughs> what is one thing that you would tell yourself? I can do anything I decide I want to do. I feel oh. at the time um, I had very much tunnel vision and I don't regret that. It was just uh, where I was at the time, but I had tunnel vision on the business being a certain way mm-hmm. and like, the studio is the way and, and that being the dream. And, um, and truthfully, uh, I limited myself. I really limited myself in having that way of thinking. And, and that was something that I, I put on myself. I mean, of course, like there's all kinds of things that you hear from family and friends and from society's messages as a whole. Um, you know, we, we go through all kinds of, of things that limit our beliefs, but truthfully, and I, I mean, I limited my own beliefs more than anyone else ever did. Um, and so I, I wish that I had known, or, or actually I wish that I had listened because if I really dig deep, I did know that I could do anything I I wanted to, or anything I decided to. Um, but I was almost, you know, staying just just in the comfort zone of I'm going to do this one thing because it makes sense. Right. And now, uh, just again, you know, learning to just tune into my intuition and understanding that the, the ideas I have, the thoughts that I have, whether they're logical or illogical to anyone else, I truly believe that ideas that I have are meant for me to have, and they're meant for me to decide to take action on or not. Mm -hmm. And again, that's, you know, am I going to stand in my own way or am I going to lean into where I'm feeling drawn? Um, and I truly 100% believe now that any direction I want to take my business um, is mine. It's up for grabs for me. I can do anything that I decide that I want to do. And I don't have to, you know, think about any other outside circumstances. It's all within my control. Right. And would you say like once you kind of got that idea and that um, almost like that affirmation in your mind, it silences some of that overthinking and that self-doubt, right? Because they're always kind of there circulating, yeah. but there are things that we can do to to um, gain control over them yeah. so that they don't actually 
run us down and so that they don't win. Basically we start to win. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so interesting because, um, you know, I'll have sometimes those moments where uh, a, a doubt or a fear will come Absolutely. in and it's so quickly how my brain quickly, I mean, it's like lightning fast. I love it. But it's like, no, you don't have to worry about that because if we're going to draw an assumption, which is what that doubt is, that fear is an assumption that something's mm-hmm. not going to work out. If we're going to draw an assumption, why don't we just assume that it is going to work out? right? It's a decision to choose where you want to have your, your thinking. And, and so, your energy. yeah, yeah. And so I really, um, I love when I, I see myself, I'm so hyper aware of how I quickly, quickly shift my thinking. If mm-hmm. there's any of those doubts or fears that come in and, and yeah, it's, it's silenced. And I mean, those, those thoughts are few and far between if mm-hmm. I'm being honest, um, because I think in this way and I use my intuition. So to, to guide my decision-making on, on such a level that I just trust it. Um, I don't have a lot of those doubts or fears anymore. And that's beautiful. It's because it's a trained habit, right? Yes. I've found I'm a very, I'm a very physical person. I'm very theatrical with my movements and my hands. And I've noticed over the last year, especially when I really started paying attention to myself, like you, I can shut those thoughts down very quickly and I recognize them very quickly now, but I've noticed that I'm very like out loud and physical with myself. Like I will physically like put, throw my hands up and walk back and say no to myself. Yeah. Or I'll be like, nope, we're not going there today, Jess. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> yeah. I'm like bringing myself down and I have to physically tell myself like, no, snap out of it. Like, yeah. how are we going to solve this problem? Yeah. And I laughed the one time that I did that. I remember I was standing at my fridge and I just like stepped back and had this moment. And I was like, you know what? And this is how it's done though. My body and my mind knew well enough that I was going down a hole that needed, did not need to go to be gone yeah. down. Yeah. And I snapped myself out of it, which is going to look a little bit different for each one of us. Right. And that's important to know that that's, that's okay. And it's almost so necessary for you to create what works for you. For some person, it might be throwing on music. It might be going to dance. It might be, you have to go for a run. It might just be a simple thought or affirmation in your mind, but whatever it is for you, find that thing so that you can shut those thoughts down and move forward. Right. And quickly, as quickly as possible. (laughs) And the more you do it, like it's a muscle, right? So the more you flex that muscle, it just builds and builds and builds. It's funny because now like I laugh about it. I'm just like, oh, you silly. Like, what are you thinking about that for? You know, that's not true. And it's it's actually like an immediate thing. Um, But it, but it took, it did take building that muscle to get to where I am now that I can notice it and just be like, what are you talking about? Like, no, 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 get back on track. I love that. Oh, you silly. Yeah. That's my favorite. I'm going to have that voice in my head now. You silly. All right. Question number five. What do you think is the difference between you and every other woman out there thinking that they wish they could and or thinking that they can't be an entrepreneur? I got out of my own way. I got out of my own way. Um, We as women, especially, you know, when you look at society as a whole, the odds are not with us mm-hmm. in terms of being an entrepreneur, being a successful entrepreneur in whatever way, you know, success, whatever way you define success. Um, but truthfully, that's just another limiting belief that we choose to hang on to. And the thing is that 
it does take courage. It does take courage for you to say, hey, I want to try this. And I believe in myself enough that I'm going to go all in. You can't, you can't choose to be an entrepreneur and then just go, you know, be half-assed with it. Mm-hmm. You have to actually say, you know what? I get one life. This is my life. I want to put all my chips in on me. I'm betting all in on me because I know who I am and I know what I'm capable of. And it's like taking that stance, making that decision, you you step out of your own way just in in doing that. And I and I think that's where a lot of people get caught up and you know, I see it with so many people that I speak to on a regular basis about being an entrepreneur, you know, starting that process and writing the business plan and like doing your market research and all those things are great. Like, I'm certainly not saying that that's not important, Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of times people get so caught up in making it perfect. I have to have the perfect website. I have to like get all my social media things Mm. before I can actually launch. And then they don't, they don't launch because ultimately what they end up doing is just putting oh, I did all those things. Okay, I have to do this one thing over here too, and then I'll do it. And then they'll find a new way to to block themselves and a new way over and over. And it really just is about getting out of your own way. I saw, you know, recently someone had posted this quote and it was basically, this is not what it is, but basically if you don't look back on where you first started and and you're not embarrassed, then you launched too late. And while I'm certainly not embarrassed at where I launched, I look back and I'm like dramatically, uh, you know, it, further down the road um, than where I started. But I'm grateful that I started when I did with what I had, because ultimately, I mean, you're just, you're just throwing shit at the wall to see what's going to stick. And you're providing your stepping stones for yourself, right? Even if, you know, um, you end up launching multiple things along the way, which is, which is the case for myself. Um, I've had so many little things. And at one point I did think, you know, just pick a thing. That's not who I am. And that's okay. That's who I am. That's how I personally evolve. And when you accept those things, and like you said, get out of your own way and stop overthinking and stop with, some people are very business plan and pen and paper oriented. And some people aren't. And that's something that is not said out loud enough. The permission to build your business, your way. There is no one way to build a business here. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, throw in the pandemic and throw in like you being maybe your single mom or throw like whatever your circumstances are, there are a million reasons why you can't do something. Mm -hmm. But ultimately coming back to what I started with, if you decide that you want to do that, remove all the excuses, that's what those all become, all those reasons. And that is just Literally, you're just standing in your own way of going after the life that you've always wanted. Mm-hmm. And if that's good for you, if that's comfortable for you, great. It just was not comfortable for me. I decided that I wanted, I didn't want, I don't want a mediocre life. And I will take risk after risk, which I don't even think is a risk. Cause again, I look at it as just, I'm, I'm investing in myself. I'm betting on myself mm-hmm. um, because I know that regardless of the outcome, it will be for my growth in one way or another. So for you and starting up, you know, multiple things, you're going to find things that people really gravitate towards and other things are going to just be learning for you. 
Mm-hmm. That you will put into something else, or maybe that that you know the whole limb of your business all was for the reason of introducing you to one single person who would change the trajectory of your life, right? Like absolutely, those, those things are so beautiful and they're and they're so necessary. But it, it's it's all part of that process and and understanding that like you you just have to start. You just have to get out of your own way. Just get out of your own way. I feel like yeah. that needs to be on a tank top somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, my friend, last question. Question number six. What is your definition of a beautiful life? I feel like I am living such a beautiful life. Um, I wake up every day and it's it's certainly not that I, I have I have big goals that I go after every single day, but I really truly feel fulfilled in my life because I'm doing something that I have a passion for. I'm I'm helping people and um, you know, you know, I'm I, looking at our clients, like we're helping people with their own health and wellness, but it's also just the ripple effect of the team that I'm building and how all of the different things that I'm doing with my business, it, it, it's really, truly, I'm living to empower other people. I'm living to empower people through movement. I'm living to empower people through my business, through coaching and mindset and, and helping people understand the power that they truly do have in themselves. Um, for me, a, a beautiful life is just one where you wake up every day and you're excited to do the things that you do. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited for the day. Yeah, I'm excited for the day that I move into my dream home, but I'm also extremely gratified. Gratif- gratitude. I'm extremely grateful. grateful. <laughs> yes. Uh, for, for the roof that's currently over my head and for the, the things that I have. Um, I think that is the second kind of piece to it is waking up to do the things that you love and also just being so grateful for where you are currently in your journey. Cause it's always going to be a journey. It's always going to be, um, well, I, at least I should say, I hope it's always going to be a journey. I don't ever want to stay stuck. Um, so that kind of balance between gratitude and, uh, and going after my goals every day is that's what, what a beautiful life looks like for me. Beautiful life. I love your definition of beautiful life and it's so important. I love asking this question because everybody has their own definition of what a beautiful life is. And, um, this was amazing, Leanne. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your beautiful words and your encouragement. And they're going to help so many other women out there uh, believe in themselves. And and I just appreciate everything that you said today. Thank you so much. Was, this is so much fun. <sighs> Here we come, world. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching this episode of Fempreneur. I just, it's so near and dear to my heart to have these women share their stories, be real, raw, and authentic so that every single woman out there watching this knows that if you have a dream, if you feel a calling to go for it, you absolutely can. You have everything inside of you that you need to get started. Don't give up on yourself. You got this. Sending you so much love, so many hugs, and all of the powerful vibes in this world. You got this.